middle thirties. Like every example of his kind, he was tall, slim, and beautiful. His eyes were the clear crystal blue of the sky after rain has washed away the summer heat, his complexion as pale and flawless as porcelain, and his hair the radiant silver gold of dew illuminated by a sunrise. I know it sounds ridiculous, but fair folk require such comparisons. There's simply no other way to describe them. Once, a whimsical poet died of despair after finding himself unequal to the task of capturing a fair one's beauty in simile. I think it more likely he died of arsenic poisoning. But so the story goes. You must keep in mind, of course, that all of this is only a glamour, not what they really look like underneath. Fair folk are talented dissemblers, but they can't lie outright. Their glamour always has a flaw. Gadfly's flaw was his fingers. They were far too long to be human and sometimes appeared oddly jointed. If someone looked at his hands too long, he would lace them together or scurry them under a napkin like a pair of spiders to put them out of sight. He was the most personable fair one I knew, far more relaxed about manners than the rest of them. But staring was never a good idea, unless, like me, you had a good reason to. Finally, Gadfly ate the cake. I didn't see him chew before he swallowed. We're just about finished for the day, I told him. I wiped my brush on a rag, then dropped it into the jar of linseed oil beside my easel. Would you like to take a look? Need you even ask? Isabel, you know I'd never pass up the opportunity to admire your craft. Before I knew it, Gadfly stood leaning over my shoulder. He kept a courteous space between us, but his inhuman scent enveloped me. A ferny green fragrance of spring leaves, the sweet perfume of wildflowers. Beneath that, something wild, something that had roamed the forest for millennia and had long, spidery fingers that could crush a human's throat while its owner wore a cordial smile. My heart skipped a beat. I am safe in this house, I reminded myself. I believe I do like this cravat best after all, he said. Exquisite work, as always. Now, what am I paying you again? I stole a glance at his elegant profile. A strand of hair had slipped from the blue ribbon at the nape of his neck as if by accident. I wondered why he'd arranged it that way. We agreed on an enchantment for our hens, I reminded him. Each of them will lay six good eggs per week for the rest of their lives, and they must not die early for any reason. So practical, he sighed at the tragedy. You are the most admired crafter of this age. Imagine all the things I could give you. I could make pearls drop from your eyes in place of tears. I could lend you a smile that enslaves men's hearts, or a dress that once beheld is never forgotten. And yet you request eggs. I quite like eggs, I replied firmly, well aware that the enchantments he described would all turn strange and sour, even deadly in the end. Besides, what on earth would I do with men's hearts? I couldn't make an omelet out of them. Oh, very well, if you insist. You'll find the enchantment in effect beginning tomorrow. With that, I'm afraid I must be off. I've the embroidery to ask after. I stood with a creak of my chair and dropped him a curtsy as he paused at the door. He gave an elegant bow in response.
Like most fair folk, he was adept at pretending he returned the courtesy by choice, not a strict compulsion that was, to him, as necessary as breathing. Aha, uh -huh, he added, straightening. I'd nearly forgotten. We've had gossip in the spring court that the autumn prince is going to pay you a visit. Imagine that. I look forward to hearing whether he manages to sit through an entire session or hairs off after the wild hunt as soon as he's arrived. I wasn't able to school my expression at the news. I stood gaping at Gadfly until a puzzled smile crossed his lips and he extended his pale hand in my direction, perhaps trying to determine whether I'd died standing up. Not an unreasonable concern, as to him, humans no doubt seemed to expire at the slightest provocation. The autumn, my voice came out rough. I closed my mouth and cleared my throat. Are you quite certain? I was under the impression.